0: Hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. New week and happy Wednesday to all of you, even though I'm recording this on a Tuesday. This is the Wellness Pod and I am your host, Elle. Very happy to have you here if this is your first time listening. And if you guys come back every week, I'm so happy to have you here. I didn't record yesterday because I had um, technical difficulties, but we're here today and I'm not going to beat myself up for not Being on track, although that is something that I strive for, but it's all good. So, this topic for this week was actually suggested by a listener and a friend before I even dropped the first episode, and I felt like it would be very fitting to talk about. If you guys don't know, I am a licensed social worker, so I have a pretty good idea of what I'll be getting into. I say that because I don't ever want to talk about, um, a subject if I don't feel knowledgeable enough to. I'm not an expert in any field, not even in this field, but I do have, I think, um, pretty solid thoughts about it. Okay, so today's topic is the difference between self-healing or self-help and therapy. I personally like to look at the two as one hand washes the other type of deal. Therapy, has definitely been more widely accepted as the years have gone on and it's become something you encourage people to do when they're dealing with the situation and may need the tools to get through it or just someone to unpack with. Um, With that being said, therapy is not accessible to everyone because of how expensive it is. And uh, a lot of people, people have no choice sometimes to do the work on their own or try to do their work on their own, which is great the main difference I believe between the two is having a professional there to help you understand reflect and have someone on your side who is unbiased like a lot of the times when the people closest to us know a situation their feelings are usually involved because they love us and that can sway sometimes the rational side of people I know for me sometimes it's hard for me to look at things from the outside because I love the person who's telling me that maybe somebody else hurt them or if they're going through a tough time like I just you know my empathetic side of me just feels really really bad and I'm a crier so if you cry like chances are I'm gonna cry with you and when you go to therapy your therapist is usually looking at the Situation objectively, and although they're only getting your perspective, I mean, there are like family and couple counseling, it's usually followed up by trying to dig deeper throughout the session to unpack other things or like why things happened, or if it's a continuous habit, like what are we doing that is allowing these things to continue to happen to us. And sometimes it's not our fault, but there are situations where we may have to stop doing something or start doing something to get a different outcome self healing to me is something i think every single person should do regardless of whether they're getting therapy or not as we get older most of us tend to become more self aware of our thoughts our habits um our routines our mindsets around a lot of situations and i know for me it clicked about a year or two ago where i would like do something or think or say something and I'm like, hmm, I wonder why that caused me to have that reaction or I wonder why that made me feel that emotion so intensely and sometimes it's a passing moment of like that wonder and then other times you're like, okay, well, I want to get better in conflicting situations or social situations or situations that put a little bit of pressure on me. I want to take control of my emotions and not let other people's fluctuation be in control. Because when you give somebody else the power over your feelings, the same way that they go up and down, we go up and down. So I think it's really important to have control of over your emotions and kind of like take your power back. As you guys know, um, I don't work in my field. I feel like I always say that, but just in case you forgot (laughs) Um, and I'm trying to navigate where it is that God wants to place me and not too long ago I was actually online to get food and I'm like okay well if I don't work in social work like let's say ever I still don't regret having gone to school for this because the tools that I gained from studying this have definitely helped me understand the people around me better and I've been able to like heal myself in a way I think. Um, therapy unlike self-help or self-healing though I think really offers an intimate and individual approach like when you're unpacking something that is triggering or that it's your first time you've ever seen it from that perspective a book isn't gonna pause and really process what you're going through in that moment or give you the support that you need in that moment and sometimes you can be left like drained or exhausted because you just had this moment where you were very vulnerable and maybe whatever you unpacked were feelings of fear or feelings of sadness or anger and you're kind of just left by yourself like okay well like what do I do next and having that support from the other person I think is like vital to one validate what you went through or what you're going through. Because especially with trauma, sometimes our mind, our body stores it. Ooh, I have something to say at the end, but I'm not gonna say it now. I hope I remember. Um, our body stores it. So what happens is like we kind of like cover it or put a band-aid on it, and as the years go by, either we forget about it or we downplay it. So then when you talk to a therapist and you start going through maybe some of the habits that you have, like but ba- um i don't want to say like bad habits maybe um unhealthy habits sometimes it can throughout the conversation bring you back to that trauma and it kind of like is now all the way in the forefront of your mind and then i feel like having somebody there is really 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 important for example um somebody who went through sexual abuse And it's taking up a lot of space. And I should have started this with a trigger warning. I'm really sorry for anybody who's hearing this and I didn't say that. If you want to skip forward like a minute or two, you can. Okay. Like, let's say um, somebody went through sexual abuse and it's taking a lot of space in my life and affecting my relationships with people, my relationship with myself, with my body, with my mind, just everything. I think that therapy combined with self-healing would be much more beneficial than just reading a self-help book about this topic because it's in person. Again, I'm very aware that this is the case for so many people who have experienced this and cannot afford therapy. I'm trying to talk about this purely from a comparison perspective. Like, I love you guys. I love all you guys. Uh, also usually therapy is not linear or on, an ongoing thing for people and self-help books could also be there to kind of support the therapist. I know a lot of times therapists would either suggest a book to read because they know it can be helpful as well. At the end of the day, therapy is usually like one to two. I mean, it really just depends, but let's just say like once a week For about an hour and someone may need additional resources when they're on their own because they want to continue, you know, this journey within themselves. There's also a lot of stigma with therapy for men. It almost feels like it's emasculating if you decide like, okay, this is too heavy for me to carry it by myself and I want to get better like as a man, as a woman too, but I think as a man, it's a little bit more stigmatized. And I just am here to say that everyone's mental health matters. It doesn't have a gender, it doesn't have sex, especially with the world and how we treat ourselves and others. It's okay to not be okay and to ask for help. And I think I've said this before, but therapists are not a one size fits all. Some have specializations in certain techniques of therapies, like CBT or DBT or art therapy, play therapy, family, cap couple, you heard me? Couple counseling. I was on a I was going there and then I messed up my word. It's okay. Um, individual groups. So if you do go to a therapist and you're not feeling it, don't just dismiss the whole idea. I would encourage you to give it a shot with someone else. And if you know specifically what you need, then you find someone who is an expert in that because usually when you um, look for a therapist in their bio, they'll tell you like um, trauma or anger or OCD or like just different things that you can be like, okay, like I think this would help me. So I think that's important to know too. And I guess another thing that's important to know is that it uh this episode was not exactly like a one versus the other type of situation but rather which one is needed for what is going on in my life at the moment. Being transparent with yourself is okay. Like I can't do this alone. I need some support, some support and it's totally totally okay. And also to be transparent I have given therapy but I once found myself in a situation where I wanted to go to therapy and I went to one session with this lady and it was just the most awkward thing in the whole entire world. So if you have felt like that because this is a complete stranger, especially when it's virtual, I feel like it's just that much more impersonal, so it's hard. It it is I don't want to scare you guys. It's hard but i think once you get like that breakthrough or you find that person that you click with maybe that just wasn't the person for me and that does not mean that she's not a great therapist i'm sure that she is but yeah i just felt like i had to share that um i hope this gave you guys a bit more clarity and understanding between the two i was in barnes and nobles on saturday And I really love that place. Like, bookstores are my vibe. There's something calming about being somewhere where it's quiet and everyone is just doing their own thing. I know that we can probably find some of the books on Amazon for a bit cheaper, but I think that Barnes and Nobles offers sections specifically labeled with like self help, motivation, psychology. And one thing that I like to do is I just like to walk through it and I kind of let the book pick me like some. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you're just walking through and something looks like, oh, I like the cover. or I like that color. or I like that font or I like the picture or whatever. And sometimes it's the book for you. And throughout the week, I will be posting on my Instagram podcast page. Different books, if anyone is interested, like self-healing books, uh, just different type of self-help books. And also, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but if you don't have insurance and you want to try therapy, there are options called sliding scales. These are therapists, usually in private practices, who offer their services depending on your income. So I'm going to link that information below and also on my Instagram page, because if you don't have insurance... And even if you do, sometimes you have to pay a copay or whatever. And I mean, I just feel like a sliding scale is such a great option and not a lot of people know about it. So I want to like put that information out there. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for allowing me to create another episode. I have a lot of fun stuff happening in the podcast that I'm not going to talk about now and in about two weeks. So God willing, just be on the lookout Oh my God, I remember what I was going to talk about like 10 minutes. No, not 10 minutes ago. This is definitely not that long. Um, it's going to be one of the books that I put anyways. But about the trauma, there's this book called The Body Keeps the Score. Amazing. Okay, well, you can find me on IG at co. I love you all. Share, like, follow, comment, And see you guys next time. God bless.